listening to Gospel Garage, sharing the good news of the gospel through the teachings of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Holy Spirit, you are so welcome here. It's more than that. He's a necessity. God is all that is, all that was, and all that will be. Yes, Lord, we hear you, Lord. God, thank you. Thank you for walking us through this week, Lord. We surrender every distraction that we've allowed to take your place in our lives. So, oh, Lord, forgive us. We choose this moment forward to seek your kingdom, your will. Yes, Lord. Thank you for bringing us together to hear your word. Thank you for reminding us that you will take our hand when we reach up for you. When we stumble and fall and turn away from you, you still, in your strength and in your might and in your grace, with your mercy and forgiveness, still will pull us out of the muck, Lord. Thank you. We're grateful for the times this week where we felt your comfort, Lord. Grateful for the moments that we didn't know you were guiding us and protecting us, Lord. Grateful for the moments we are well aware that it is by your hand that we were protected. Thank you, Lord. Yes, Holy Spirit. We're struggling through some crazy days, Holy Spirit. Help us to lean on you. Help us to not worry. Teach us to not try and plan everything in our own strength or solve it all in our own might. All you, Jesus, all you. We ask for your truth to guide us and help us to live according to your word, to your word. Thank you for the Bible, Lord. Thank you for allowing us to sit with you, walk with you, run with you, with you at the center of all situations and circumstances. No matter what we are standing in, you are right here with us, walking us through it, Lord. You're in the horizon beckoning us to step forward. When we're scared and we feel like the fear is going to crumple us, you're there to lift us up. When our eyes stray onto the news headlines and we're gripped with the fear of what we sense is in this decaying world around us, Lord, you remind us, thank you. You remind us that you are King of King and Lord of Lords. You are aware of each and every breath, each and every moment. And by your grace, you've given mankind the gift of choice. May we be those people who do not stand in the way of another's salvation. May we be those people that see our sin, repent of that sin and come to the foot of the cross, eager to step forward into your arms, Lord. Thank you for the opportunities and the understanding. We pray that you use us to show your mercy in this crazy world, Lord. Yes, Jesus, we pray, pray for eyes to see your people and the courage to take to Holy Spirit what we see in those people and ask for discernment and guidance and understanding. Yes, Lord, your will be done. Thank you for bringing us here together. We're grateful for you, God. Amen. 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 Matthew 24, verse 4 through 8. And Jesus answered and said to them, See to it that no one misleads you. 
for many will come in my name, saying, I am the Christ, and will mislead many. You'll be hearing of wars and rumors of wars. See that you are not frightened, for those things must take place, but that is not yet the end. For nation will rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom, and in various places there will be famine and earthquake, but all these things are merely the beginning of the birth pangs. I know that we've referred to that Bible verse many times throughout our journey here with you guys at Gospel Garage, because it is the Bible and it is alive and it is raw and it is true and it is ever, ever applicable to our lives. And though it never changes, the circumstance that we are standing in may have changed. And so hearing a verse with different ears, seeing and reading the verse with different ears and praying over the verse from a different perspective often teaches us more and more. Well, not often, it does. That's the fact of it. That's why we read the Bible front to back, book of Genesis, book of Revelation and everything in between always steadfast, steadfast studying of the written living word of God. My friends, we cannot make a move without praying as we read the Bible. We cannot make a move without Holy Spirit taking us through the Bible and in fact pouring into our own personal lives. Mankind's rebellion, each of us, mankind's rebellion, sin, wickedness is literally multiplying before our eyes and then escalating as time appears to be escalating and the revelation that holy spirit shares point to jesus point to his return read the bible there are so so many prophetic signs i don't understand them i prayerfully read the bible i prayerfully ask the holy spirit to guide me through book of daniel book of matthew luke first timothy and though those aren't necessarily the only indicators in the bible of the last days and what is referred to as the end times. They are so significant, those prophetic moments that Holy Spirit shares with us through God's written word. Luke 21, verse 25 through 28. There will be signs in sun and moon and stars and on the earth dismay among nations in perplexity at the roaring of the sea and the waves, men fainting from fear and the expectation of the things which are coming upon the world. For the powers of the heavens will be shaken and then they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. But when these things begin to take place, straighten up and lift up your heads because your redemption is drawing near. Straighten up and lift up your heads. Be fearless, know where you stand with God. When we are fumbling around and not yet walking within God's will, take each step forward unto the throne, forward to Jesus Christ, forward with Holy Spirit guiding you through it. Jesus Christ's disciples 2000 years ago who actually got to walk with him all those thousands of years ago, asked about the signs of his coming. They got to ask Jesus Christ themselves in person about the end of the age. And that was because they understood even then thousands of years ago, what mankind struggles to accept. And I think here, year after year, hundred year after hundred year, right now, a couple of thousand years later, it is a real struggle for each of us, mankind, God's created people to accept the fact that we must absolutely surrender our control over what we think we are holding on tight to. We must surrender it to Jesus. We must seek the Lord's wisdom, his help, his discernment, his understanding to really grasp the scope of this walk that we're on, this life that we're living out, his divine warnings. Those divine warnings such as deception, false prophets, war, famine, 
love growing cold, earthquake persecution of the church. It is in the Bible. And these times are not meant to scare us. These talks about these moments in the Bible are not meant to scare us into inaction. Like don't bury your head in the sand and avoid it all and become a recluse and hide away from the world. We are, as God's people, given the chance to pour out his light into the kingdom that he's placed us in. Your community, your household, your family, your workplace. You might... <clears throat> think that you live a lonely solitary life but there are people that you're impacting in your daily interaction go you go to the grocery store you pay a phone bill and each and every moment as we understand that the world is changing fast and time feels like it's shortening truly truly take heart that while all these are happening and it feels like the day is smashing into loud pieces around you because i can maybe equate that with a headache that sometimes there's beauty and majesty which is ever present while at the same time the world is really crashing loudly around holy spirit is among us he will help us to travel these darkened times and then as he's with us we will walk fearless on the valley roads and those mountain highways when we invite holy spirit in god jesus christ holy spirit he is the creator he is all that is and all that will be and while we seek to know him better, we can confuse that with trying to understand him better. And God is only going to give us what he knows we can understand, what he knows we need in every given moment. And if you haven't yet sort of developed that ongoing conversation of prayer with Holy Spirit, if you haven't developed an instant reaction when things are going along smoothly and your first response is, what would you like me to do, Holy Spirit? Jesus, what is your will in this matter? If you haven't yet received those kinds of indications of God in your life, turn to him. Turn to him and say his name. Say the name of Jesus out loud. Ask Jesus the exact question you want. Lay aside all the sin that is actually carrying you down a path that you were never meant to travel. And take that first step on the road with him. Absolutely find yourself a Bible. A hard copy Bible written in paper that you can read at night before you fall asleep. If you only have access to things like your phone and the internet, download a good copy of any one of the apps or an actual Bible and read the Word of God for yourself. He prays so much deeper than words. Holy Spirit, I need you to pray with me. In fact, Holy Spirit, I need you to pray for me. I don't know how to pray for my friend who's lost a spouse. I need you to pray for me. I need you to pray with me. It's that simple. When you're calmly thinking it or highly agitated wishing for it, take it to God. Trust Holy Spirit to really, really feed into you. It's powerful. It might take practice on some level, but the moment that we are open and true with him, he is here with us. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you for the eternal life of God that Holy Spirit brought into our hearts. He gives us the very breath of heaven. He infuses us with God's presence, like we are created in his image. While we are a sinful creature and all complicated and messy, God is our Heavenly Father and wants us each to grow in Christ, be like Christ, and eventually on the road to salvation, be at home with him in eternity. And so way more than that, Jesus Christ, when we invite him into our life, we receive all of it. Declaring the truth out loud that Jesus Christ was crucified, 
that he conquered death, that he rose again three days later, that Jesus Christ is the Messiah, the Savior, and that he will be with his people wherever we go. Declare that truth out loud. Receive him into your hearts. It is the way to invite Holy Spirit to sit right there with you. Sit right there with us in the hospital visits. Sit right there with people being taught about the Word of God. Sit right there with the good news, the exciting news. It's not all doom and gloom in this world. God has given his people a life to live, a life to get in line with his will and his purpose, and then the abundant blessings that pour forth, and the bumpy hill, and the bumpy road, and the crashing mountain, and all the moments that are magnificent and grow us into who we are to be. So each and every moment as we're getting guided through God's kingdom on earth to eternity, we can embrace the fact that he is with us. We can welcome the fact that no matter what color you are, no matter what culture you are living in, no matter what era you were born into, what generation you can sort of relate to, each and every person has an open door to God. It's not locked unless we lock it. God does not lock us out of his kingdom. There will come a time of judgment. There will come a time where we will be on our knees before God, whether we've chosen him or not. And that is between God and his people. But in this moment, if you don't yet know Jesus, please speak to him. Quietly, write him a letter. He is right there. He knows all things, but he encourages us. Holy Spirit directs us, pulls it out of us into a dialogue. And again, when we don't have the words, whether we're just confused or feeling silly or angry, when we trust Holy Spirit to pray on our behalf, he does. When we trust him to walk and speak on our behalf, he does. When we know that we need his strength to get out of bed each morning, he is right there pouring his strength into us. John 20, verse 19 through 22. When it was evening on that day, the first day of the week, and when the doors were shut where the disciples were, the fear of the Jews was upon them. Yet Jesus came and stood in their midst and said to them, Peace be with you. And when he had said this, he showed them his hands and his side, and the disciples rejoiced then when they saw the Lord. So Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, I also send you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive Holy Spirit. Receive Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit, our comforter. Before Jesus went to the cross, he spent time with his disciples. It's clear in the Bible. And he opened his heart and shared so, so many things with them. And so much is not recorded. You might be allowed to have that insight from God if you prayerfully ask him. And during those last crucial hours that Jesus Christ walked among his people, those he called friends, his followers, he taught about Holy Spirit. He taught about Heavenly Father's home, the kingdom. He taught us how to pray the Lord's Prayer. He wanted his disciples then and we now and all the thousands of years since Jesus left and before his return. He wants us now to know that even though he was leaving, we are not alone. John 14, verse 16 through 18. And I will ask the Father and he will give you another advocate who will never leave you. He is Holy Spirit who leads in all truth. The world cannot receive him because it isn't looking for him and does not recognize him. But you know him because he lives with you now and later will be in you. Thank you, Lord.
John 16, verse 13 through 14, that when the truth-giving spirit comes, he will unveil the reality of every truth within you. He won't speak on his own, but only what he hears from God the Father, and he will reveal prophetically to you what is to come. He will glorify me on the earth, for he will receive from me what is mine and reveal it to you. Amen. Thank you, Jesus, for your teachings. Thank you that you wrote it all in the Bible, front to back, Genesis to Revelation. Holy Spirit gives us the power to follow Jesus. Holy Spirit speaks to us about who Jesus is, what Jesus taught. That's John 14, John 14, 26. Holy Spirit convicts us of righteousness, John 16, verse 8. Holy Spirit guides us to the truth. Jesus Christ is the truth. John 16, verse 13. I'll write those at the bottom, or Michael will write those at the bottom of the website and at the bottom of the YouTube page. You can see those for reference, as well as the other Bible verses that God shares with us here. As Christians who've accepted Jesus Christ, we literally sense the presence of Holy Spirit in ourselves and in those we meet, or even people we already know. That's a gift from the Spirit. And as we grow in faith with Jesus at our side, as our Savior, as our Messiah, we learn to hear the voice of Holy Spirit. Galatians 5, verse 22 through 26, the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such thing there is no law. Now those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. And if we live by the Spirit, let us also walk by the Spirit, let us not become boastful, challenging one another and envying one another. I really like the Bible, but I really like that verse um, and many of those verses. It's super interesting to see, let us not become boastful and also let's not become so um, filled with false humility that it's just awkward and weird as well. Jesus Christ identifies us as his and our identities are in God and in Christ. And life won't always go smoothly and it'll be awkward and there will be stuff to navigate, but we will always have God, Jesus Christ, Holy Spirit. He empowers his people to live out a life pleasing to God while reflecting Jesus Christ. No matter what we're facing, guys, like, wow, those moments that we can have, this reminds me, when you have so many feelings but don't know what to say, Maybe you're super angry. Maybe your soul filled with joy and excitement is still jumbled up in your heart and in your mind. Keep in your heart the promise of Holy Spirit to help us in our weak moments, to turn our cries into prayers, to guide us in the way everlasting. Just imagine the moment after Jesus was raised from the dead. Can you imagine that moment when they were all together? Distraught disciples, distraught would be an understatement, huddled inside a house, waiting for the doors to be crashed open by the authorities, thinking and knowing with what they thought and saw in the flesh in that moment that their Jesus, their Messiah, the Lord, was gone. And then he appeared, as he appears to each of us when we seek him. He appeared to his people in that moment. Thank you, God. Thank you, God, for the understanding. And I know, for me, I have totally learned especially learn to appreciate the presence of Holy Spirit in my heart and in my life. He is the helper when I go through difficult times of trial and discouragement. 
and struggle. Holy Spirit absolutely sustains us with supernatural strength and hope when we're feeling lost in things. When we experience grief, Mike and I turn to Holy Spirit and know that he encourages us. When we step out of line and ignore God's will, I know I'm getting corrected. I welcome God's correction, fully prepared and understanding what that means. Because following Jesus is not easy peasy. But as we know and as we preach and pray it, it is so worth it. So worth it. Holy Spirit checks my step and turns my feet towards Jesus when I've stepped out of line. Or when I'm mistreated or persecuted, Holy Spirit gives me this miraculous grace to endure whatever the hardship is. When I'm misunderstood, when I'm attacked in the spiritual realm, attacks that we don't even know that are happening, He fights the battle for us. When I make a mistake and I've done something so terrible, maybe to somebody else intentionally or unintentionally, when I grieve Holy Spirit with a, a temper outburst, something that is like in my heart, it breaks my heart because maybe I'm thinking a negative judgment about somebody and I just want to hide myself away. Holy Spirit lifts my head and mixes his gentle correction with his wisdom. When we are confused about us, about which direction to go, about what we're supposed to do, maybe with employment changes, maybe with a vacation, in all things that bring us confusion, our own thoughts, Holy Spirit reminds us of God's promises. And he is here for each and every one of us, for all of us. Again, it does not matter where you're sitting right now. God is there with you and for you. It does not matter if you're in the United States, if you're in Canada, or if you're in Ireland. Each and every person of each and every color, nationality, culture, is invited home. Every religion can come home to God, to the foot of the cross, and repent and surrender the ways of their life that were leading them down a dark path and receive Jesus Christ as the Savior. He is right here with each and every one of us. You can pause right in this moment, my friend, and absolutely, without doubt, speak the name of Jesus Christ. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. We need you. We trust you. Forgive us for walking down a path that the enemy tried to lead us onto. Thank you for your strength and your correction. Thank you for pouring into us. Thank you for reminding us to read the Bible. Thank you for allowing us to lift our song in praise to you, God. His amazing grace. 1 Corinthians 3 verse 16. Do you not know that you are a temple of God and that the Spirit of God dwells within you? Hallelujah! That's exciting. It should shake you to the core. It should make us think, oops, I've done some things that I would not want Holy Spirit inside me, sitting right beside me, know about. That is the gift of God, the grace of God that is steering us towards heaven, steering us towards our heavenly home, steering us towards eternity, offering salvation freely as a choice to choose his hand and receive Jesus as your savior and to walk forward into each and every day hereafter with him knowing that while we stumble and fall, you're still picked up and dusted off. You're still forgiven. There will come a time, which is coming soon, where we will be judged. And we will have to be in line with God. And we will have to hear an account of what we did and did not do in the smallest and in the largest moments. But right here and now, receive Jesus as your personal Savior. And don't look back. Look forward.
on the horizon to him. When Holy Spirit came upon the people, the disciples in that moment in the upper room, when on the day of Pentecost, which is, we're getting excited about Easter, Pentecost, Holy Spirit was the sound of rushing wind. Wow. And flames of fire that miraculously appeared on each person's head. Holy Spirit, the wind, the fire. So ask ourselves this, are we willing to allow God to purify us in that moment with holy fire in those hidden areas? Are we willing to let God just blow through us and purify us? It's a breaking, but it's magnificent. We know how to mask those ugly attitudes, but by the fire of Holy Spirit, it will be turned to ash. Holy Spirit will come with his power into your heart and literally grow a garden in there. Graves into garden. It's a favorite song. Holy Spirit cleans us of that grit and grime, literal ashes that we haven't quite cleared out because we've accepted the refining, but we haven't walked forth and let go of the ashes and the decay. Behold, he will make all things new in his time. Yes, Lord, last week, right on time, within God's will, within God's timing. It's not a free-for-all wish list that we get to just ask and receive. Within God's timing and within his will, we get to flourish and be blessed and thereby be blessings to others. Thank you, Lord. We don't always get it right, and we most often don't get it right. But by his grace, Holy Spirit says, okay, well, you were kind of crooked on this angle that you were leaning into. Let me stand you upright. Let me show you how to walk forward foot after foot after foot with your eyes up in the horizon. Holy Spirit moves brick walls that we have put around our lives, like Jericho, I suppose, in order to cleanse us of resentment that we carry, hurt that we carry, anger, feeling offended, shame, an addictive behavior, like so many things that are not of Holy Spirit, not of God, Jesus Christ, things that we are not supposed to attach ourselves to and be sort of hanging on to as, oh, that's how I am. Absolutely not. Those things create a distance between us and God, and Holy Spirit is here to work in us, remove those things that we are no longer separated. There is reconciliation with our Heavenly Father. And that, through our cleaning by God, is one of the most freeing, freeing, probably the most freeing experience you'll ever have. Yes, Lord, my friends, we encourage you to open your hearts to Holy Spirit's fire. Be renewed, be revived, be rescued, all by the grace of God. Thank you, Lord, for rescuing me. I did stupid things. I did stupid things based on fear. I did stupid things based on a response mechanism of years of an abuse. Whatever, Holy Spirit replaces it. He truly does. When you get honest with God of what you're struggling with, when you get honest with God of what your hopes are, He is right there to pour into it. And it's that bumpy ride that is totally worth it because by the grace of God, we get to step forward again and again and come around people that will be along that walk with us. And we can be those people that get to walk along with others through their journey and their mess. It's kind of exciting and I'm grateful. And I'm grateful to be reminded in this moment that he created us, God created us to live life on his created earth the way he intended the way he intended. He created you so unique. You are so essential. 
you are his child. It's funny when you hear someone speak like that. I don't know who this is for, but you are unique. You are essential. You are his child. You are his creation. You are his beautiful, beautiful child, whether you're 10 or 80. That is you. That is me. That is Mike, our children, our friends, our family. Each and every one of you who join us here every week, each and every person down the alley that sort of passed out that some of us ignore, each and every one of us is beautiful in the sight of God, messed up because he sees us clearly, but beautiful and redeemable. That is a gift from God. Thank you, Jesus, for that. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for that reminder. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for that reminder that we get to bear the fruit of Holy Spirit in this journey. Galatians 5, verse 22 through 26. Pardon me. Getting a little cold. The fruit of the Spirit is life, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law. Those who belong to Jesus Christ have crucified the flesh. And if we live by the Spirit... Let us also walk by the Spirit. Let us not become boastful, challenging one another, envying one another. It's just a magnificent verse to just sort of have that deep in your thoughts as it guides your, guides your decisions, your actions, your responses throughout the day. Everywhere we go, we get to carry Holy Spirit. He is the life-giving presence of Almighty God. And God longs for us to grow with Him, to grow alongside Him, and I know that there's pieces of us that have a longing. That's the longing. It's the longing to be at the side of our Heavenly Father. Welcome Jesus into your life because he's right there. Again, we know that. We know he's right here with us. All-powerful, all-knowing, the gentlest, kindest, strongest, fiercest ever because he is God. Please remember that he is at your side. Please remember that we, the body of Christ, need you. We do. Please remember that you need each of us. Our world is darkening and it absolutely needs God's children. Holy Spirit is here teaching us so that we can represent God well in our communities, his kingdom on earth. And so as Christians who have accepted Jesus Christ as the savior, we can literally sense the presence of Holy Spirit in ourselves and in people that we get to meet all of a sudden. You know that instant connection that you have that you just know you're gonna always be family or friends that are family. And for those of you who've walked away from Jesus, that's your journey with him. Those of you who've not yet met Jesus, that's your journey with him. You can seek his face. You can seek to accept him Seek for the ways to do it. Seek for the ways to get past the anger, to get past the hurt, to get past something that brutally happened to you at the hand of the family of Christ. Whatever it may be, it is a mountain that you can climb and stand victorious on the top of because Jesus Christ is your Savior. Thank you, Lord, for that. Thank you, Lord, for that. Colossians 3, verse 16. Let the word of Christ richly dwell within you with all wisdom, teaching, and admonishing one another with psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with thankfulness in your hearts to God. Not only does Holy Spirit guide us, 
in the sense of showing us his way that we, we may walk in it, right? He wills us and guides us in this super fundamental sense of ensuring that no matter what happens and the mistakes we make and the mistakes that another person makes that we get perturbed with as an understatement, we shall come safely to him. The slipping and the straying, there will be, no doubt. But the everlasting arms of the Lord are beneath us and wide open in front of us. And we shall be caught, we shall be rescued and restored when we repent and ask him to redeem us. This is God's promise. This is how, how good he is when we sing of the goodness of God. This is God's goodness. Yes, Lord, there's a time coming. And there's going to be a lot that we don't understand, Lord. Thank you. Thank you for teaching us how to hear your voice, for giving us an opportunity to come together with others, to learn about you, to seek you, to try and understand our purpose here among this, this crazy world at this time. Yes, Jesus. By faith, we give it all to you. Thank you, Lord, that your love just, just doesn't change up me individually. Yes, Lord, I see that. Your love changes me immensely. And it changes my outlook on your people. And because then we see people with your eyes, it changes the way we treat them. And it's that ripple effect of your might and your presence, Lord. You don't need us, yet you ask us. Thank you, God. Thank you for the opportunity to come together. Thank you for the opportunity to pray with you and pray with each other, Lord. Thank you for the opportunity to step out this week, to have those conversations with strangers or people we know, to remember and realize that time is escalating, time is moving fast. The world is in absolute chaos, and at the same time, it is in absolute calm in the center of that storm. And we keep our eyes on you, like that message you gave us last year in the eye of the storm. And we spoke about how we can stand in the calm in the eye of the storm and know that you surround us, that we will be unwavering when we hold your hand. Thank you for pouring that very same, very same revelation into the hearts of our friends that they know that when they are in the eye of the storm they are safe where you are calm we want to see with eyes wide open i don't want to be an ostrich lord i don't i know it's scary and i know it's ugly and i know it's traumatic and i know there's things that are absolutely immeasurably distressing to see and witness and know of but lord i want you to heal us through it we need you to walk us through it. We need you to remind us that there is a bigger picture than what we see at the end of our nose, Lord. Thank you that this is not our forever home, but yet you freely offer salvation and you freely ask your people to take the hand of the person behind them and walk them along to salvation, Lord. We pray protection over the footsteps ahead in this week. We pray salvation for those who don't yet know you. We pray revival for those whose hearts are stirring but don't know where to turn. May each person turn to you, Lord. 
Thank you for the provision, for the food, the warmth. Lord, we love you. Amen. Amen. You've been listening to Gospel Garage. To ensure you never miss an episode, please subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast player or visit us at gospelgarage.ca forward slash podcast.